Welcome to the Wild Unknown Animal Spirit Reading. Today, I pulled the buffalo. Grounded, yet heavenly. Practical, yet spiritual. The hooves of the mighty buffalo are grounded in the earth, yet its heart and mind rise toward heaven. The buffalo sees challenge, hardship, or a bump in the road as an opportunity for upliftment. Therefore, the buffalo does not fear death, illness, or misfortune. Its gentle eyes look to the road ahead, trusting every turn. May we all experience this elusive yet life-changing bliss from time to time. And may we allow this card to remind us that life is a precious gift. When in balance, the buffalo's energy is trusting and pure presence. When out of balance, it is restless and lacks gratitude. To bring it into balance, prayer or bhakti is recommended. Bhakti is emotional devotionalism. To be emotionally devoted to something, I say that something should be you and your well-being, thus gratitude. Ooh, nice and steady this one today. It reminds us that life is a precious gift. You know, people are um, we're on this kick of you got to practice gratitude. You have to have a gratitude journal. You've got to show appreciation. You know, um, law of attraction type things where you have to do all those things. Be appreciative. Be grateful. Be in the now. Be in alignment. We've heard them all. But we hear them in the context of, I want to manifest something. So let me practice gratitude. How I interpret this grounded yet heavenly, practical yet spiritual energy today of the buffalo. And it always reminds us that life is a precious gift. When you recognize or you remember that you were created from the heart of something. Nobody knows what it is that created us. Some people say alien. Some people say God. Some people... No one knows what created us. But if we look around, barring the bad behavior of human beings... But if we look around, all you actually ever see is beauty. It doesn't matter what season you are in, whether we're winter, spring, summer, or fall, there is simply beauty. And so based on that evidence alone, I say whatever created us had to have done so from a place of compassion. Because when I look around outside, 
and I'm not talking about man-made things. I'm talking about Mother Nature. When I look around and I see just when I'm driving home sometimes, well, when I'm driving home every day, <laughs> and I look the mountains, I can see them and they're just perfectly aligned and gorgeous to gaze upon. Sometimes I just pull over and I'm like <sighs> you know, and you just you just look at them. And my favorite part, we have hawks where I work. There are lots of nesting grounds up there. And normally in the spring and summer, you can see them. The babies are learning to fly. And I just watch them. I get my binoculars because I love to bird watch. And I just watch them. And then you listen to her call her babies. It's the most incredible thing I've ever experienced. So, to me, it is irrelevant as to who or what made me. What's relevant is what, what do I see? What do I perceive around me? I perceive the beauty that there is around me every day. So that means when I see that beauty every day, I have to know that I'm a part of it. So when I know that I am a part of that beauty that's all around me, then I don't have to practice gratitude because I develop a life of gratitude. I develop a life of appreciation. We keep thinking it's something to do. It isn't anything to do. It is a way to be. Look at how many of us are cranky. What, are we, are we doing cranky? No, we're being cranky. So, I'm not telling you that my life is a piece of cake. I'm not saying that to you. What I'm saying to you is, look for the beauty. It is everywhere. As long as you have eyes and they function the way they should, You'll see the beauty, but get this, if you have ears, but no functioning eyes, you can still hear the beauty that there is. The nightingale, may I remind you about her? You can't see her to save your life because she blends into the background, but no other bird can outsing her. Yeah, you come from that same beauty too. Right? So, yes, life is not always a piece of cake. I learned that at an early age. But the same person who taught me, which is my grandfather, that life may not have started easily. He always did say, when you're alive, you can make a change. As a child, you don't have control. You're at the, I hate to say it, but you're, you're kind of at the mercy of your parents and your protectors, right? But he always said to me, when you grow up, well, his exact words were, you know, I always used to say to myself, if I ever make it to be a man, 
I would be a particular way. I would love, I would share, I would be kind, and I wouldn't mistreat people. Those were his words to me. If I ever made it to be a man. And he became a man. And if the role of God were not already taken, I would have bestowed it upon him. Because he was the most incredible human being I've ever encountered. And he had one of the most vicious lives. Abandonment, neglect, physical, emotional abuse. But he determined at the age of eight years old, when he was pulled out of school, oh, you got to go and work. <laughs> he determined he was always going to be kind despite whatever happened around him. That was the example I had. I didn't grow up with a silver spoon. But I grew up with a man who understood a life of gratitude, who understood a life of appreciation, and he practiced the buffalo energy. He understood that life was precious. And he taught me that. So every day, like for instance, yesterday, I went to work and, hmm, we don't always get along with people, do we? No, we don't. Whether it's through our own actions or the actions of other people. Because we're all interconnected. And I struggled. I haven't made it to work yet this morning, but I'm, <laughs> I'm reminding myself that life is a precious gift. And it does not matter who or what I encounter. My happiness, my appreciation, my joy... I refuse to allow it to be influenced because someone is being unkind or being cranky or being whatever they're going to be. They are allowed to be that. But I am also allowed to be appreciative of life. Is it easy? It is called practice. It's not easy. It's not hard. It is called practice. Remember, I told you, the brain will continue to make decisions based on past actions. So if you used to respond a certain way for 20 years, and you get up this morning and you say to your brain, because you catch it trying to respond the same way that you've always responded, if you catch it and you say, hmm, we used to do that, but now we're going to do this instead. You're creating a new pathway in your brain, literally speaking. Neuroplasticity. The minute you catch yourself not being appreciative, you simply say to your brain, hey, look at that. That's really pretty. Or, what a nice person. Or, wow, look at those mountains. Let's practice appreciation. Let's look for the things to be appreciative of. You start to rewire your brain. So like that buffalo, it doesn't matter what the road ahead brings. Those feet are sturdy and they trust. They don't trust the terrain. They trust them. 
to maneuver the terrain. You see how that works? It's not the external. It is you. It is me. That trust is a practice. The more you practice simply trusting that you or that I am okay, the better you get at trusting. It stands to reason. Don't we always hear that? Practice makes perfect. So what are we practicing? And when you practice something, you become it. So life is not a thing to do. You see, this is where appreciation comes from. It comes out of you. And you have to practice appreciation. You have to foster appreciation. But appreciation becomes easier to practice when you catch yourself not being appreciative, not being grateful. Because despite our lives and our history and where we've come from, the very fact that you have the breath within your body, if you can't find anything to be appreciative of or be grateful for, the very fact that you inhale and exhale is enough to ignite the flame of gratitude within you. You don't need a journal, but if you like to write things down, then go for it. You just need to be aware. Just be aware of the beauty that is all around you because it is there. Believe me, you should have seen me yesterday at work telling my brain, okay, we're all made from love. So is she. And maybe she's having a bad day. She's allowed to have a bad day. You don't need to have a bad day, though. I don't know how many times I said that to myself. But by two hours, three hours, I started to feel a little bit better and a little bit better. And I had that knot in my chest, you know, from the sheer anxiety of being around that person. And I was like, this is not cool. I don't like this feeling in my body. No, I don't like it. And I started to do what? Hum. I started to hum in my, and I felt the vibration in my chest. And that pressure started to alleviate. It started to relieve itself. You have to do things to continually practice the art of appreciation appreciation and gratitude we just we have so many names for things and we just get so discombobulated with all these words to sum it up in a nutshell do something that makes you feel good 
Because when you feel good, that is appreciation. That is gratitude. Be selfish enough to allow someone to come into your life and steal your happiness. You got to put your foot down with that. You said, "Uh -uh, not today, devil. (laughs) Not today. Where did I hear that? I don't remember. But that's what you say, not today. Not today. If you're going to bring joy and happiness, you're welcome. But then you have to remember that you have to take joy and happiness and spread it as well. So you see, it goes both ways. So be steadfast and sturdy like the buffalo. Be appreciative and trust you. Trust you as long as you know you it does not matter what you encounter you see trust and that emotional devotion to yourself that emotional devotion to your happiness to your peace of mind that shine that light inside of you how can you bestow devotion upon someone that you don't know what it feels like to bestow emotion upon yourself we're all imitators bestow that devotion with yourself first because remember you get good at what you practice because you're worth it yes I'm talking to you you are absolutely worth it you think that tree is worth more than you that little nightingale you think that's worth more than you When all those things were created, you were created too. They have the same value as you. The same effort and energy and compassion went into making you just as it went into making everything around you. That is what you need to remember, despite the external, you need to remember those things. You can't control what's going on outside of you, but you can control and generate that inner trust so you can be sure-footed with your head high and your eyes straight ahead and your heart towards the sky like the buffalo. You ever seen a buffalo shake its mane? Oh, yeah, that's magnificent stuff. 
It's his confidence and trust. Much love.